You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I thought one of the most interesting things I read yesterday, uh, Woods, was the uh, insider piece, Bradford William Davis with Dr. Meredith Wills about the baseballs, the actual baseballs being used. And this is something we talked about with Bradford last year. Yeah. And, you know, what was going on as uh, they tried to deaden the ball and what, how are they doing this in Major League Baseball. And Rob Manford told us all that, hey, they've got it, okay, locked in. The ball We're is good. now the ball. They, they're all the same. They're putting them out there. And that's not exactly the case, uh, at least based on what the findings were. And Bradford William Davis is with us here. On 97.3 The Fans, good to see you, man. Yo, thank y'all for having me back, man. It's, it's always a, a pleasure. It's our pleasure. And I, I'm sitting there yesterday, so we we had DM'd before the winter meetings. He goes, look, I got something. Trust me. You're going to want to get me locked in. I can't wait. So then I see the article go up yesterday. I go right to his DMs. I'm like, I will see you in the morning. You were not, you were not joking. And uh, I read the article yesterday, Bradford, and, and I went, it's like we knew, we knew, everyone knew, but now that there's some actual like proof behind it, it's it, it's it. Ben asked kind of the devil's advocate question: Should we even be mad at Major League Baseball at this point, like for trying to I don't know grow the excitement of the game? Like, what is your take on? I know you, it's your story, but how do you feel about it? I think that's a good question. I actually think that there's nothing inherently wrong. I'm fairly agnostic to the idea of like just trying to improve the equipment in order to make the greatest aesthetic ideal of what baseball should be. Sure. I actually don't think Rob Manfred hates baseball. I know it's kind of a meme on social media. I say like, yeah. you know, like, But, like, I don't, I don't think he hates it. I think, he, you know, I think he's in this way kind of like Adam Silver in that he wants to tinker with stuff, you know, like Adam Silver in the NBA. Like, he wants to tinker. He wants to, to make the stuff that we see in the field as cool and fun and sexy sure. as possible. However, you got to be transparent about it. Yeah. That's the first thing. And... In all our reporting, there is very little to no evidence he is, you know, that he has pursued transparency on this. Every single person I spoke to had no idea about any sort of potential process change or even the existence of baseballs that MLB confirmed from last year showing up in the field this year, at least from formal correspondence from the league. Let's back up a step and let's talk methodology and really what was going on here with Dr. Wills and looking into the baseballs. I know as a fan, my gut told me, at least uh, the games that I watched, the ball looked dead, especially yes. early in the year. You know, especially on the West Coast. Oh, and he crushed that one, and it dies at the warning. Luke track. Voigt, is who hits nukes everywhere, was like, I cannot get the ball out of this yard. He said it when we traded him. He goes, I'm glad to be out and, of that graveyard. And it was acknowledged by Major League Baseball that there was an intentional deadening of the ball, just a slight, a slight bit, yep. based on because mm-hmm. the ball was just jumping so much earlier that they said. All right, we've gone too far in one direction. We're going to bring it back. Mm-hmm. And if that was all, okay, well, it's all the same for everybody. 
But you guys, they looked into, is that really the case, though, with all the baseballs? So where is that was kind of the jumping off point here. Right, exactly. Like, that, that is true. Major League Baseball did, you know, att- uh, attempt to, and from what I can tell, succeed at deadening this baseball from the 2019 season where, like, everybody hit 30 home runs. You know, a lot, yep. of, a lot of folks tricked us into thinking they were, they were uh, clean-up hit, power hitters yep. and stuff. But, um... They wanted to, you know, they wanted something better, right? And so, uh, at least what they believed is better, which again, I'm agnostic to, you know, uh, whether that, that's true. Um, but they, so they deadened the baseball, they're making it a little bit lighter, right? Two and a half grams lighter from the, from the old school, like, again, just using it as, you know, in, in the biggest scare quotes possible, the juice baseball, right? And, um, but what, but then what we found is 36 baseballs that don't comport with official league correspondence as to what they were trying to do with it, with the dead baseball. They were a little bit heavier. And not only were they a little bit heavier, um, they were, you know, um, and a little bit even should be qualified here because it's a little bit because one gram is like light in, in sure. our hands, but a, a one gram difference actually means a whole lot in the world of physics, you know. But these thirty six baseballs that we uh, thirty six baseballs that we found were produced in specific weeks um, that were different from the balls that were lighter. Thirty one of which we weighed to be clear, you know. But but the other the other five are you know the other five that we did not weigh were still made in those same weeks, which is why we, we felt confident saying like yeah thirty six. But point but but the point is don't get lost in that is that yeah that you know there are in two different ways there seem to be a methodological difference in 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 uh, how these balls are being made and and the timing of when some of these balls are being delivered the Aaron Judge home run race New York is is on the map with a lot of these balls um you know in the all-star game the home run the all-star derby. game the home run derby which no by one the way make, makes sense absolutely like let's Let's boost it up for the All-Star Game and the Home Run Derby. Nobody in the world, nobody in the world would have a problem if you use rubber balls for the Home Run Derby. Like, let's see how far these monsters can hit a baseball. Let's juice them up. Let's make them, you know, let's make them jump. But when it comes down to that, man, you know, Justin Verlander is is in your uh, in your piece. We're talking to our buddy Bradford William Davis. He's in your piece, and you know, he's an artist, right? Like this guy's held a baseball in his hand a billion times. He's an artist. He can hold it and go, "That's wrong. That's off." I was at the Callaway factory once, and they said Phil Mickelson can look at his wedge, look at it and, with his eyes, and go, nope, that's off. And they measure it, and they go, oh, yeah, you're right. It's off by a mm-hmm. quarter centimeter. That's what these guys do for a living. So what's the effect on people's careers, their money? Is that is that, like, what we're leading to? Like, hey, man, my ERA jumped up, you know, a little bit because I'm throwing juice balls to these big sluggers. Yeah, I mean – I'm not qualified to say exactly what everyone's, you know, effect is because there are many variables as to like what leads to a statistical outcome. Sure, course, you know, from 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 scale, which can change from day to day. Yeah. To uh, but unfortunately, is, is a new variable, which is the baseball, which the baseball. can change from day to day, and that is the problem. Is that the problem is putting your thumb in the scale in any way, with, you know, and especially doing so without informing people, and um and you know like uh in the story, Chris Archer, like uh you know veteran pitcher, you know he's yeah. on the Twins last year, um he was like. Yeah, we do our own diagnostic when we're on the field. We're trying to figure out, like, is this a ball that is going to travel a little bit more than the other ball that we that I just felt that feels different in my hand? Um, it's you know feels feels harder or squishier. Like you know there there are so many you know um so many players who attested that he you know I'm grateful for him going on the record on that. But like you know but but plenty of people were having the exact same complaints the, uh, throughout much of the 2022 season. You know, and so that's that's the issue. It's just, just keep it real, keep it a buck about what you know. Yeah, Chris Bassett would say, hey, the ball felt good one inning, and then the next set of balls in the second inning felt different, yeah. and back to the the good ones in the third, it was almost an indication, and you wrote about this, Bradford, that there wasn't necessarily any rhyme or reason or plan behind it, that, that there may have just been 
some different balls and you know shipped to different locations and they got into the mix in different parts mm-hmm. of the year and in different places during the season well i mean yeah the thing is like you know, um, our sample, right, which is uh, 204 baseballs from the season, right, which is, which to be clear, is the largest sample we've ever had, you know, and the previous samples have never been disputed by, by, by the league and our methodology or anything like that. But, like, but yeah, um, the thing that was odd, at least about this year, was that within our sample, there did seem to be some groupings as to where the balls are going, you know, and that, <laughs> so it, and that last year that wasn't the case. Like, I, I couldn't say, you know, that, like, Yankees got one ball, the Twins got another, right? right? Um, and to be clear, I can't say that this year either, but I can, but I can only report the data to you. And, you know, and, uh, and there is a, oh, oh, so many of the baseballs that we found to be different, again, differently made in weight and in, and in production week. And with, based you know, on the code, with, yeah, production yeah, 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 exactly. week, when we, they were we, produced. We, 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 we were manufactured from, wow. from dead balls, you know, quote unquote dead balls. Um, those Goldilocks balls that we're calling them, where they showed up mostly in the postseason, mostly, you know, mostly at Yankees games within, within our sample, of course, you know, and then, a couple of more, um, you know, at, at All-Star Game, Home Run Derby, as you just mentioned. And balls with commemorative stamps, actually. So, like, for example, the Texas Rangers at the 50th anniversary. Yeah. Like that, you know, balls, you know, we, we have a couple of balls with, with uh, those, te- those 50th anniversary commemorative stamps that also show up, like, you know, differently weighted and differently produced by week. And what happened, there was a, uh, a San Francisco giant that said, hey, this is weird, and he... He alerted Major League Baseball to it, and they slapped his slapped his wrist, right? Yes, that's Austin Slater. Um, Austin Slater, center fielder for the Giants, and uh, you know a uh, and someone someone who uh, is a leader in the MLBPA at this point. You know, yeah. he's on he's on the rule change committee, I believe. Um, and you know, just and, and I believe he's he's also his team rep. You know, um, but yeah, he you know he cares about making the game better. Clearly, you know, yeah. what I mean? you know, as as shown by his, his union creds, and and so Slater wanted to um, reach out to Meredith Wills and, and wanted to, to potentially you know help her with yeah. the independent research that she was doing because you know it's hard to get baseballs and you know and our samples can never be fully scientific. We we get them where we can. Yeah. But you know, but the more balls we get, the better it is, right? Of course. And um and so now Major League Baseball heard about it and he got. A word uh, you got word from a, a very high-ranking league official, um, through, you know, via the PA, saying, "Hey, you know," and, and I'm I'm giving a, a deep paraphrase. Please read the article. Um, you know, we we don't really, you know, merit of science is is you know is some uh, or the merit of the union, you know, like you can't fire. Yeah, me. you're not fired. You that's not how this stuff works. But he is worried, of course, about other people who may have had their fingerprints inadvertently or otherwise on a baseball getting out to now an illegal source or something like that. And so he wanted to protect them. And so you know, we didn't get. You know, the only baseball that we got from the Giants actually was one where Meredith, who lives in the Bay Area, was in attendance at a Giants game, and the person next to her caught the ball, and that is the one ball we have from the Giants. We have nothing else. We didn't get any, anything for anything from that clubhouse or, or or whatever because you know that because what he seemed to perceive as some sort of warning or maybe even threat, it worked. So how, how many different ways did you end up getting balls? Because I saw the peak. Right. You bought some. <laughs> how, how did this happen? Brett, I have uh, flown around the country. I live in New York. I'm, you know, born, raised from Queens. I live in Harlem, like, like you know, I'm, I'm a New York, you know, for life, right? But like, um, I flew around all around the country all summer and fall, like just kind of talking to people, talking to, you know, whenever, whenever I missed a team that was in town, I, I would, I would try and go out and, you know, and speak to them. I, I, I spoke to so many different, you know, folks just to be like, hey, this is what I'm working on. I was the guy from the last year's study, and, and so I, I was, there was already an informal knowledge of like what I was doing. Yeah. They didn't know, you know, face to name or, never, or, or anything like that. But like, I was just like, y'all. Um, I care about the game and, you know, and, and being better. Like, you know, I think, you, you know, of course, I, me, the journalist, and you, the player, our, our interests aren't entirely aligned. Sure. There's a lot of overlap here. You know, let, you know, um, to whatever, to whatever degree you can, you know, to my sources, let, like, 
please help me out, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, and, and it wasn't just players either, you know, like a lot of times I'd just be, you know, I, I would, you know, I, I would, I would purchase baseballs literally, like, yeah. you know, through like either, uh, from ball hawks who were selling them on eBay to, sure. uh, fanatics, you know, official, you know, wow. or, you know, retailers, uh, you know, at stadiums. So like, for example, some of those old school juice balls I found in Yankee Stadium, one was, per, you know, one of those was purchased straight up through fanatics at a June fourth or fifth game against the Tigers, you know, like that's, you know, that's authenticated. It's got the sticker on it. It's amazing. Know? So like, uh, so, so they can't tell, they can't tell me nothing that that ball is not juice. Well, that's the funny thing, man, uh, is that, you know, the, in the juice ball era, it sure was a more exciting baseball. Like it was, it was better. It was in, it, I, I feel like it was a better product. Maybe I'm, I'm, you know, jaded or whatever, but I feel like it was a better product to look at. But again, the pitchers don't want the balls to be juiced, and the hitters want the balls to be juiced. You got to find something. It's kind of like the the, the sticky stuff. Mm-hmm. Every hitter wants them to have a grip, but no hitter wants them to have too good of a grip. There's got to be some mm-hmm. sort of happy happy medium with the equipment in Major League Baseball. Yeah, I mean, I find that pitchers, generally speaking, they want consistency, consistency. more than that. You know, yeah. like you know, they want to know that like that their three point five ERA meant something yes you know what i mean yes. like you know rather than being something that is varying due to uh changes in this time league process changes you know um certainly 2021 and our evidence suggests in 2022 you know that lead to different statistical outcomes yeah that's the issue that players have including pitchers yeah. they, they, a bunch of people have told me you know and i can't speak to, for all of course all players ever but like you know like we're okay with a juice ball so long as that's it if it's super if it's super heavy and it's always feels the same in my hand you know, with you know, like, like that, I, I I can work with that. Yeah. You know, because like I mean, like we we knew we knew in the nineties. You know, like you know that uh, <laughs> like um, Andy Pettit was good, even though he had a four and a half ERA. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. Just, just one random example, or, or Rick Helling was good in Texas. You know, yeah. something like that. Like we, we 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 understood that because we adjusted our expectations accordingly, sure. and we could do the same now. You know what I mean? Like, and, but it just has to be consistent. The risk to baseball is that the fans lose faith that the games are being fairly competed on the field like sure you as you said that the major league baseball somehow has their thumb on the scale and trying to determine whether it's not who wins or loses you know who wins you know what the home run record is anything yeah. like that because part of our enjoyment of baseball as a fan is comparing eras and comparing players and we at least like to think that hey it's it all starts on an equal playing field which is why bradford i think the work you guys are doing really important really well done and I really appreciate you stopping by this morning. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure, y'all. Thank you so much. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 